let me know if y'all have seen this shit before. So I'm going to break down a quick little story. Going to the bathroom today. One of my homeboys is in a stall. Good start. Homeboy's in a stall. Tall guy. So he can see directly over the stall. He's standing up and he's looking directly at me, right? So I go in there to wash my hands uh, because I was about to get some popcorn at work or whatever. Don't fucking matter. Wait. Okay. Okay. So anyway. You heard what I I heard, right? Okay. Shut the fuck up. I look in the mirror. This nigga is still facing me. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, I'm wiping my ass. Who the fuck stands up and wipes their ass? Dangerous game. Who does that? I did not know people did that. He's like, man, everybody does this. I was like, no, the fuck they don't. He gonna have booty chip um, fall in his drawers that he didn't know about. We had a whole, yeah. yeah, we had a whole argument. I was like, no, lean to the side. What the, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't know people did that. I mean, I've heard about people doing that, but that's disgusting to me. Like, it's kind of like, it's like people that don't look at the tissue after you wipe your butt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard people be like, no, nah, I just drop it right down. And I'm like, well, how do you know that it's it's clean all the way? Like, you can just feel it. No, you, no, I, I need to see white paper. Yeah, I need to see white paper. Right. And that's why I'm out. Yeah, if I'm home or something, I'm gonna have like some some wet wipes. Like, judge me. I'm not gonna be the nasty booty motherfucker, you know, by the toilet. But out, yeah, like you just dropping it and being like, I'm good to go. Then you got that spicy asshole. Right. On in the day. That don't That's make crazy. No sense. That's crazy. I don't understand. I mean, I, I. And this is why, and this is not harping on you, Sam. This is why I was saying it, to me that's kind of like akin to like just go and blow your nose in the bathroom so you could check the shit to make sure you straight mm-hmm. to me that's the same thing as if you wipe your butt and you don't look at the paper how you know you're straight yeah you, don't. you just walk around with the doo-doo balls yeah because you know your butt everybody's in head infinity wipes bro that's that's or the you person you don't wipe. fight like you know how they say like don't fight people that don't give a fuck Ugh. like you don't fight people that's wearing jogging pants with no pockets you don't fight people that just drop Toilet paper in like if you see somebody with like a booger line going up the side of their face, like they don't give a fuck. Like they got nothing to lose and they don't care. You don't fight those people. You know what's worse than those people? People who wipe front back to front. Ain't that just a that's a girl issue? That's a girl thing. That's gross too, but yeah, that's no nigga. I ain't wiping back to front. Get my balls all shitty. No, no, no. I mean I hope you gotta you gotta reach under. To wipe yeah, back we back. wipe different. Who do, yeah. I, you know? Something I don't wipe under my nuts. Like that's different. Something I lift up and cheat. You lift. You <laughs> you deal shit. You come back center. If that yeah. one get numb, you got another one. You feel me? Like exactly. you you doing it a weird way, in my opinion. But I mean, that's on your forearm. You might get a little residual drip. Yeah. Now what? There's a lot going on there. Yeah, it. like when you come back, like man, you doing too much, bro. Hey, some people do it, bro. I would see. I wanna, let's, let's go back real quick to this stall thing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard what I heard. <laughs> what? How was he standing up and looking at you while he was standing up and also wiping his ass? I don't fucking bro, dude is tall. I know dude is tall. He's well, listening to your stalls. They, they ain't think they're tall, man. It's it's the normal fucking office building stall. Nigga, like they got the big ass thing? fucking you would think. You would fucking think you got to flush the toilet fucking 17 so, goddamn times. So you made eye contact with him while he was wiping his I'm, ass. I'm washing my hands. I look up and this nigga's looking directly. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? That's a yes. 
<laughs> yeah. It was gross. He might be gay now. No, not a dope. No. He had his hand in his butt while he was looking at you. And then you looked back at him and smiled. I didn't smile, nigga. You said something to him. I said, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? That's what and this, I said. I, you see how the way you just said it with your cheeks up? I guarantee that's what it happened. It wasn't like that. Man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you got a weird bathroom at work, man. You got to talk to somebody about like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that happened with him in the bathroom is fucked up or strange. You notice that? Yes, it a is, lot. bro. Get engineering involved with the way your bathroom is set up. Get taller stalls. Because I don't even like seeing another nigga foot. Now, now of course, a known fact. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking a shit at work. Yeah, we Well, know. that's not true. I'm not taking a shit in the mm-hmm. building I work at. I'm going to go shit in somebody else's building. Gotcha. And then go back to my building. But even then, I don't want to see nobody foot. Mm-hmm. Let alone see somebody looking me dead in my eyes while... They wiping their ass. That's crazy. And you just took it? Nothing I can do, bro. I was washing my hands. I got the fuck up you, out of there. You could have been like paying attention to your own hands. Bro, you, know you, you was like looking up for him. You know what I'm saying? No, you was looking up for Buddy. You was waiting for him. Because when I walked in, he was standing up over the stall. So and you like was looking in the mirror. You So you looked him in the eyes through the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you gay now. I, I, I guess I had to accept it then. It was your reflection. Sorry, man, we support you. He was thinking about standing over you, is what he was. Yeah, about. like he was over your shoulder. See, that's why I'll tell you niggas nothing <laughs> right there. Just look over your shoulders, honey. <laughs> yep, oh, gotcha. God damn, that's crazy. Sorry, you had to go through that, man. But we support you, and you coming Thanks. out, man. Okay, man. Y'all ready? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say what I want. I'm free to believe in my speech is blown. And you need to receive it. You need a promise, but you want now. The plan is started, so listen to Sam and walk in. Say, hold for truth, but it's best to contrast. Cause this thing leads to the biggest podcast. What's good, peoples? Welcome to Legal Opinions Podcast, episode 178. I was going to try and make a rhyme about wiping straight, but it didn't work out. Anyway, um, the podcast, people that don't like podcasts, um, listen with open mind, leave mad, the choice is yours. I'm your comedian and host, Sam Ridley, in the building with my man, Marcus Palmer, and Nasty Ken once again. Mm-hmm. And we in the building. All right. And we're not sponsored by these motherfuckers. I'm just thirsty. Nigga, what are you drinking, an orange crush? Ghosted. No. It's a ghost energy drink. Um, oh, you oh. just made me think about some other shit from Thanksgiving that I got to tell y'all about. But uh, first off, I want my listeners to know, one, thank y'all for coming back. I know we've been on break. And um, I give up a piece of my friendship for y'all every every holiday, every week. I would talk to Marcus more. I would talk to Ken more. I think we have a much more exciting conversation. When I don't know what the fuck they've been doing. And then we get up here and we just kind of wild out for an hour. Um so I'm selective because I was going to hit him up like Thanksgiving and shit. I was like, nah, let me just let that shit breathe. You know, let him have his adventure. How was y'all's holiday, man? Do it to it. 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 No, I mean, my shit was cool, man. I had a family come in town. I mean, it was real low key. Um, I guess low key to me, it might be different for other people, but had a fucking 
plethora of food. Uh, my cousin bought this like four hundred dollar turkey. Some like it's almost like something some like like wagyu level turkey type of shit. Mm. Um, you can do that. Yeah, they got some. Yeah, it's different. Like was yeah, I was gonna say what's different about it. Like I ain't never heard no shit like that. It was no, I was. I mean, it was. It was. Uh, I guess it's one of those you know, uh, open field massaged, fucking well fed, oh. like real life turkey. It was like twenty pounds, Damn. which is way too much turkey. Uh, but uh, it was good, man. It was good. I mean, because because you, you know you can't when you spend that much money on a turkey. You can't fuck that up. So there's a lot of pre- and also because turkey is usually like the staple of Thanksgiving. So you can't fuck that up. So he injected that shit with everything. Fucking. Um, but it was real jazzy. They brought out a bunch of um charcuterie boards, had some people come over, um, kids out there playing basketball and shit. I mean, it was just it's kind of it was cool watching because my son is eight. And um, the older kids, I guess, are like around 10 and 15. And then some other people came over in 12 and 9 and all that shit. And it's, it's real cool, like, watching kids do what we did mm. at Thanksgiving. Like, just kind of like watching them, just watching them play. And, 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 and you know, they have, the, there's the, uh, the, the kitty court, right? And mm. I don't mean, like, basketball. I mean, kitty court as in there's a hierarchy <clears throat> in the children there is the 15 year old is of course the king of the kitty court and then mm-hmm. there's the everyone else falls kind of like under there but it, it was just real dope to watch them interact with each other and also to watch the older air quotes older kids play along nicely knowing that these nine and eight and mm-hmm. fucking six and whatever year olds are around and they weren't Trying like you know bullying them or get out the way. We're trying to do X, Y, and Z. Everybody just played in in their own space. It was real dope just to watch that. Like to me, that's the most thing that that's the thing I appreciated most about the Thanksgiving experience this year was that it was um, the food is always good. Like I come from a cooking family, the food is always going to be on point. Um, but just watching how people interact with each other and you know talking shit, playing pool, no spades. Skip boat, yeah, they had no skip boat this year. Okay, just asking. <laughs> we didn't no, play mom, that either. I mean, no, just I don't believe you. Did. That's what's up. I ain't play skip boat. The cards never came out, bastard. <laughs> it was good, man. We we did a, a extra low key at the house, just me and my immediate family, bro. We ain't do no turkeys, you know. We I guess we poor because we can't afford a four hundred dollar turkey. You, that's that's not. I'm fair. just fucking with you, though. I'm fucking with you. Not no, he bad. he no, he was holding that, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was holding that. I didn't buy the turkey, nigga. I know all you did was eat a piece. He was like, yeah. I couldn't afford what you had. Like fuck, <laughs> like damn, no. Ken, he had shit to no. do with your broke ass. Go ahead, man. Right. I mean, it um, was prime rib too. I I didn't buy that either, but I didn't mention. God that. damn, y'all had a fucking Thanksgiving, nigga. We had ham and greens, nigga. Like Ken, like we mashed some potted meat together and formed a turkey, nigga. Yeah. Hey, now nah, we didn't do too much or nothing. No, I did skip the work. Um, potluck though, wasn't doing that shit. We had mm. a conversation about that in the past, I know, but other than that, mm. man, it was just me and the fam. We didn't do shit. Sam, mm. um, the lowest of low keys, I would say. Um, just my mother in law came out. That was it. Um, 
This one was a hard Thanksgiving. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. It was um <clears throat> it was one of those Thanksgivings where you just kinda look at when the parameters change uh, of how Thanksgivings would go. Um I, I thought a lot about Marcus ass too. Because uh just some shit that me and him talked about uh in a much earlier pod, uh maybe before the pod, when I was doing comedy and he was like, You gotta speak more to your truth or something in it to that effect. Mm. But um, this one was rough. I'm out here in Cali. Um, I started thinking a lot about, um, you know, the, the Christmas list thing came up, you know, because now it's that time where it's like, oh, shit, you know, what are the kids want for Christmas or whatever? And that raises a lot of little interesting like parts. So I was like, well, shit, I haven't seen anybody come visit California mm. from my side of the family for Thanksgiving ever in the history of me being in the military, you know, Um but, like, it's important to me that they have, like, their relationships with their grands and shit like that. But one set of grands does a little more to do both. You feel me? Really? And it just is what it is. So it turned into, goddamn, like, how much, how many thousands of dollars do we spend trying to fly across the country? Mm -hmm. And that's our present to everybody else or some shit. And then they're like, hey, well, how come you were spread out around 90 different houses, you know? So it was one of the reflections of like, I've never had that for Thanksgiving. It's always been a piece of somebody else's, you know? Yeah. So that was rough uh, in and of itself. Um, then I also had, um, I had a therapist appointment like the very next day, which was dope because of how Thanksgiving was. I spent most of it, honestly, in my garage by my goddamn self. Um, but and food was dope. Like she threw down, that ain't never a problem. Um, I almost fucked the turkey up. Well, I didn't fuck the turkey up. TNE oh. almost fucked the turkey up. Look, when he said that earlier about you can't fuck the turkey up, I was like, let me explain what happened. Right, so I didn't fry a whole turkey because it was just us, right? I fried like a turkey breast, and they still nine pounds. Um, she ain't buying enough peanut oil, and I'm frying it outside. She bought one gallon. Mm. So she was like, it should be enough once you put, you know, that she's doing, uh, fuck it. I was about to say, woman math. And she was like, when you put the turkey in it, it's going to come up, blah, blah, blah. She a teacher. Don't get me wrong. Anyway. <laughs> and um, I did it. And, of course, it's still like, I don't know, an inch or two outside of it. And I was I was like, that bitch going to be raw at the top. Like, you know, you fry a turkey. So I ended up having to, like, flip that hoe and, uh, you know, cook it on the other side. So it was extra crispy a little bit on one side. But, it, you know, it, it, was, it, it sealed itself. So it was it was good and juicy in the middle, you know. Yeah, two faced turkey. Yeah, like a fried turkey, like it was fried yeah. bologna. So Harvey Dent, Harvey Dent turkey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that was that. Um, I had my therapist appointment the next day, and uh, I asked her how hers was and this and that. I didn't realize how long me and her had been together. We've been through holidays now, <clears throat> and she was like, "I want you to know, I made Brussels sprouts this year," and I was like, "Oh, okay, that that tracks." I fought my urge to say anything about it still being an extremely white dish. Mm. And she was like, no, 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 you understand. Like, in sessions here and there around holidays, you would complain about white people making green bean casserole all the time. Mm. And I literally would hear that, and I just didn't make it this year. Mm. I changed the nutritional needs of white people through therapy. Yeah. She and I think she, she weak. <laughs> Get a new therapist. She's weird. Damn. Oh, 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 is that what we doing? All right. No. I'm just saying, you... man. Hey, hey, now the signs are there if you want to look at it that way. I mean, you know, I shouldn't have been able to do that in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> no, we made we don't make green bean casserole, but um 
I haven't had it in a couple of years, but my my aunt had a fucking fire ass. Uh, I guess we call it vegetable casserole. Had green beans in it. Also had carrots and cauliflower and broccoli and shit. But it's kind of the same shit. Except Is it was more, it? I thought it was like deadly. a cream, like cream something that they put on the green beans and and onions or something. I think it's cream like cream mushroom. Cream mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. This disgusting. Like all that, none of that shit sounds like it should go together. It just sounds fucking nasty. You just gotta season that shit, right, man? See, hey man, eat some black folks. You know, green bean casserole. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. You season that shit, right? You See did. that that sentence that Marcus just said doesn't exist. I've never heard black people green bean. That's not a fucking thing, bro. Okay. Look, we look. Black people have been making green bean casserole for a while. They've had it one for, time for massa. They've had it one time, and then they jazz that shit up, and then they start making that shit. That is a stolen recipe from white people. That is their that is their recipe. Yeah, but we made it better, <laughs> like everything else. Like everything okay, else. Uh, okay, let's do we. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. While, while we on, while we right here, while we are right here, people were shitting on chitlins, right? Still should no be pun, no 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 pun intended, yeah. right? People were shitting on chit, on chitlins, just like oxtail. Delicious. Went up once people found out they could fucking spice them hoes up mm-hmm. and put them in restaurants and charge fucking thirty five dollars for them. Chitlins was like thirty fucking dollars. God damn for a fucking Dude, bucket holes. of chitlins. That's some shit that used to be twelve dollars, fifteen dollars for a bucket of these hoes. Because it was $30 trash. Thirty dollars. Now that's what they say happened with like lobster for real, right? Like it's I, lobster is like hella cheap and whatever, and we kind of made it the the specialty item at restaurants and shit. I mean, I think lobster's trash personally. Huh. I'm it's a like, crab leg guy. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, nigga. I'm a crab leg guy. I don't. That, and, that and you from bullshit. and you from where you are too. Like so, no, everybody that's down there crawfish and you know. Crawfish. Let me tell you what I've not been to a place, and I'm what I would. I'm a foodie, and I watch all this Food Network bullshit, and I watch <laughs> oh, this is over here, and fucking Guy Fieri drove over there and got this fucking. So I go get a lot. I have not had a lobster roll from anywhere, <laughs> from from Denver, from Maine, from fucking Tampa, any place I've been, I've been like. Yeah, I see why you pay twenty five dollars for this shit. Mm. No, mm. trash. Don't put no goddamn aioli <laughs> on that shit. Trying to spice it up. <laughs> I don't want no aioli. They love aioli, man. Aioli to lick. Mm. Before we get off Thanksgiving, um, I had this conversation. Uh, I, at first, I was like, you know what, man, I'm not gonna say this shit up here, but my mama don't listen to my podcast, no way. And somebody in the family will gossip and tell it. That'll be great. So anyway, now I had this conversation with her dog uh, that cracked me up. She called and asked about my kids Christmas list. All right. Um, Humble brag. My kids don't need nothing. You know, um, I'm the I'll go without and make sure y'all straight type of person with them. And um, or they just spoil because they grand, you know, the other grandmama, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, she called. She asked me. She's a, you know, I. I need to know what they want. And this was after Thanksgiving or whatever. Now, backstory, she asked me what they wanted about a month and a half ago. Okay? they I told them, they was like, well, think about it. They don't want nothing. They ain't tell me nothing. 
what I'm supposed to do with that information, right? They all got phones. So um, I was like, oh, they ain't tell me nothing. She's like, well, I had to hit them up and ask them. I was like, well, all right. <laughs> like, you know. But um, <laughs> one of them asked what Lego said. All right, cool. This, this is the one where it gets interesting. My youngest has been trying to con his grandparents secretly into buying powdered form of G Fuel for like three Christmases, right? <laughs> that he found on the internet. Now, like first he asked one grandma for it, you know, G Fuel, the energy drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. He asked one for it and didn't tell nobody that he asked for it, the powder form of it. Mm-hmm. It's 40 packets of this shit that come in whatever box of it that he's trying to get. Um, of course, she like hit us up and was like, hell no, nah, he don't need this shit. Of course, we know we don't get it. Um, the next year he tries again with granddad. <laughs> he got enough sense to ask grandma because he believe in keeping the peace. Like, stop trying to give me shots, son. Um, so this year he tries my mom, right? My mom is, is older. Uh, you know, she, she still called weed reefer, like just for reference. You know what I'm saying? Um, so when she reads G fuel, that somebody, her grandchild wants, and apparently it's something I've been giving him, she clicks ingredients online, because older folks still, you know, they do stuff like that, like what you're putting in your body. I'm apparently killing my child. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, I don't know if y'all ever had that type of conversation with your parents, where it's like, mm-hmm. you need to, you know, it turns into that. And I'm not saying like she went in, but that's the vibe immediately, just in the tone of like, I looked at the ingredients and this stuff. This for people that's busy and stuff like that. Now, you know, and I'm not going to get it for him because he thought he was going to get it to make him run faster and track. It's not what that's for, kid. So, you know, got to teach him some things. I mean, I was uh, going to ask you, why does he need it? He doesn't need it. It's just okay. other, other kids was like, you know, this is cool. He's watching YouTube videos. Yeah. And that's yeah. what. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube videos sell him anything. Boy, you need a belt with a compass on it. Like, Big. so. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, so I'm trying to explain to her that I'm not murdering my child. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the most awkward conversation to have with your parental unit mm. because I'm trying not to be like, nigga, I'm grown. Like, you know, like yeah. that inner part of you is like, I'm, I'm, fu- I'm 42, but I understand her place of love in it. You know what I'm saying? But, ooh, <laughs> you're in the middle of that conversation. I mean, but we are in the middle of, of everyone being hyper aware not everyone but the culture is being hyper aware what you eat and putting in your body and organic food is supposed to be better than whatever and fucking you know uh farm raised and wild raised and these fucking Mm -hmm. cage-free eggs and all that shit like i don't even understand why cage-free chickens are supposed to be lay better eggs than chickens that's in a fact in, in in the warehouse, yeah. Like, and they say the warehouse. <laughs> well, the warehouse a big ass cage. <laughs> nigga. Like, nigga, like, but, but but are the eggs different? But nigga, I want I don't. However, if they cheaper, I want them stressed out ass chickens, nigga. I don't <laughs> yeah, them. yeah, Dion, just like Dion said, man. Because like to me, none of that is like free. Right? Like, okay, he can run around a little bit, but I've seen them coops where they just pack as many chickens as they can in that bitch, and they like running around each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to me, the only free-range chicken is, like, if they just let them shits out, and I know that bitch just been free, and I just see, like, a Purdue nigga just tackle a chicken. And, like, ha! Ah, and, and, like, and, and then it's in the store in 20 minutes. That's a free-range chicken. No, 
I want their Here's the thing. Like, I don't know. Tackle just this uh, Tuesday. There was <laughs> like, um the, the guy that made Supersize Me, the McDonald's documentary. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Documentary. Right. He made another one called, I think it's called Supersize Me 2. I could be yeah. wrong. Which is about chicken farms. You know what free range means? Free range is they still put them niggas. I'm sorry. They still put them chickens. <laughs> Nigga chickens. Well, chickens got to be niggas. Is turkeys, still, is turkeys the white meat? They still put them nickens in a warehouse. <laughs> I'm so glad I hadn't grabbed it yet. I'm so glad. <laughs> they still put them in a warehouse, but then they put, like, when the door opens, there's like a, a, a gate. Nicking heads. <laughs> they, they put a gate around the entrance. And the gate isn't big. It's just so like if the if the chicken has access to like sunlight and going outside, mm. that's where free range is. It mm. ain't like these like on the on the picture on the eggs where it's like a chicken next to a tree and shit. Nah, I mean, that's like that, nigga. I know I used to work at a chicken plant, right? Oh God. Yeah, nigga. Right around the corner from the house, nigga. The more I learned about yeah. you, the more I don't ask no yeah. questions. Go ahead. The mother, them motherfucking chickens was nigga. <laughs> I seen the whole process. It's not good, y'all. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think at all. <laughs> it's exactly what I think. No, I don't think it's fucked up. It's murder. <laughs> These motherfuckers literally get tased before they get their neck cut. And I'm not bullshitting. Is it one guy? Like, is that somebody's job to like tase chickens? No. Because I, I want to know if they're hiring. First off, I want to know if it's a handheld taser. Or yes. Like no, so, <laughs> I like, so look. Marcus, I tell me you wouldn't take that job for at least a week. Bro, bro, walking around with the little, the little handheld clackety clack. Tasing chickens, nigga. Yes. The niggas with the worst jobs. Sign me up. Is the niggas who had to to actually kill them if the bl- the automated <laughs> blades didn't didn't get them right. They had to grab them and fucking Bye. basically kill them. Yeah. And That's the get, Dexters. They didn't get tased with the. They dipped them in like electrified water. Oh shit! Yeah, it was fucking horrible, nigga. Oh, it was kind of hilarious because there was like three niggas that hung the chickens. Them niggas had the worst fucking job. Them niggas was covered in shit every day, covered in shit, hanging chickens. All right, that's enough about that. I'll tell you about that later. But it was hilarious. I don't want to hear about that later. Okay, but we won't hear about it. It was fucked up anyway. I don't want to relive that shit. Yeah, we, we like to talk about chicken once it got to the like seasoning part and, yeah. and breading part. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's where we all of that is that's that's witchcraft that happens before. Yeah, yeah I, w- I would tell y'all. I mean, if you if you're interested, and it is a really good documentary that supersized me too, where he 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 wants to open up a um, like the most farm raised, real farm raised chicken restaurant that he can. And he's going through the process, and it's—I it's, mean, it's like big industry, big production shit. It's like—it's like on some, you know, Marlboro shit. Like that chicken, Damn. the uh, yeah, it's real. Like that chicken cartel, they call—it's called a chicken cartel. Holy shit! <laughs> because it's—it's it's like three companies. It's—it's it's, it's Purdue, Swan, and like one other one, mm. and they got that shit on fucking lock. And once you decide to buy into the chicken industry as an independent contractor. They got your ass, like, cause you will never be out of debt. They drowning you with 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 uh, payments. Um, they short your production on what they give you as far as raising these chickens. <clears throat> they'll short you. Damn. When they come and deliver the chickens, they'll short it because 
they know that you won't produce what you need to produce, and now you're in debt to them. Damn. It's I mean it's a wild ass documentary. Now we're talking about chickens and shit, which is mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's just a far cry from what I thought we was gonna be talking about. But no, I, I like when this shit happened. I'm like, let me say it and let's just see where it go. Um speaking of doc show, and we ain't got to talk about it right now, but the little brother documentary, um, it's a rap group that some of you might have missed, uh, but was kind of instrumental in that little part of hip hop. They just I think they got caught where switch shit switched from like analog to digital, and a lot of people missed a wave, but um, their documentary is extremely fascinating. Um, it's on YouTube for you to watch in its entirety. Check it out. We'll talk about it if, if these cats watch it. Because um, it's a lot of stuff in there that I think I could learn from y'all about it. Because y'all are a little bit more rap connoisseurs in certain ways than I was. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Um, if we don't, You know that topic? Or did you want to keep Yeah, man. Go ahead. Right, um, fan mail. Real quick before we move on. I appreciate y'all keeping up, letting us know what's on your mind and what y'all want us to talk about. Let me find this motherfucker's email again. It was up, and then I pushed a button. But um, a man named Stuart emailed us um, to tell us about how he felt about what turns him off from podcasts. So I was like, okay, this is interesting, you know. Um, random thought. Something that pushed me away from Godfrey's podcast, and I think Marcus used to listen to it, um, is how much he complains about his fans and people not filling out events. What are your thoughts on a comic spending an extended amount of time venting about their shows? He did this on his latest episode, too. I'd love to hear your perspective. Like, this dude, Godfrey, has guests on his pod, and 21 minutes in, the only person I've heard him speaking on is himself and his show and people not being there. I mean, I think that's the case of you just, you're not getting what you think you deserve. And... That's, I mean, as Godfrey is a is a is a mid level, ta- I mean, like uh, not not talent wise, but he's a mid level like fame wise comedian. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't know Godfrey, or if you don't, if you're not around the things, the shows that he might may or may not be on, you're not going <laughs> to see him. Um, I mean, I I personally, and I, this is not a diss. I'm not trying to diss. If it comes off that way. My bad. But personally, if I had to gain more fame, because Godfrey been in the game in a, in a, a long time. He'd been, a, he'd been in the game for a long time. If I had to get more notoriety by going on Tiffany Haddish's We Ready show, when I've been doing this shit stand-up-wise mm-hmm. longer than her, <laughs> and like it's like it's like she's you know big sissing me by giving me this opportunity. I would feel a way, mm. and not saying that that's why he's saying whatever he's saying, but I think he might just feel like, look, look, man, I've been putting in a lot of work on this shit, dog. Like, why ain't y'all fucking with me? Mm. And you can only really blame yourself on your content or what you're spending. And like, we do this podcast out of out of out of fun. Of course, it's, it, it's event session, and we all just dumping off this shit that we've been thinking about all week <laughs> to our friends and whoever wants mm-hmm. to listen. We're not begging anybody to listen, and we're not mad if you don't. Hell, when we started this shit, when we started this shit, um, there were people that, you know, uh, found me polarizing. Cool, but I'm not doing it. For you, I'm glad you're listening. 
I'm mm-hmm. doing it because we're having a conversation. It's a, it's, it was a fun <clears throat> hobby. <clears throat> it's a fun hobby that we do. Now, if you're expecting, and, and hell, the biggest podcast in the world, Joe Rogan, was doing this shit for free for mm-hmm. years. If you're not doing it for, I guess, the love of the game, and you're doing it for the clicks and what you can get out of it, then maybe you're in the wrong business. There's fucking hundreds of thousands of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And yep. yours is one of the ones that pops up on Apple when you go through the fucking page mm-hmm. of all these other podcasts. <clears throat> like you don't have to go far to find Godfrey's podcast. So I don't understand understand the gripe. Maybe he maybe he feels like maybe he plateaued. Maybe he feels like I don't know, man. Like I don't know why he will feel that way. Like I will be grateful for whatever listenership that we gain by continuing to build this, continuing to grow it trying to get more fluid, trying to find, you know, the path of least resistance, trying to fucking put that, put out more production um, and higher quality production and which costs more money, which means more time. And we all got shit that we're doing. So we're giving you what we can right now. And we appreciate you listening and commenting. But I don't think we deserve <laughs> anything. You get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. I've said that fucking a hundred times on this shit. So I don't know why. I mean, you're a celebrity, bro. Yeah. Like he's a like he's a real life, you a celebrity. Like there's places you can't go. And you're mad because you don't have the listenership that you think you should have. Because you you think you, here's the issue. I'm sorry I'm going on and on, but here's the issue. He's going, he's going into the comment section and reading all that venomous shit that people are saying about his podcast. Mm. And then he's going. He's having a guest. He's having a guest on the podcast, but his main thing is let's just—I don't know—let's just say he can book fucking Sinbad, right? I'll book Sinbad on the show and we will talk. But the draw is to have Sinbad on the show is the tag to draw people in to listen, and I'm gonna get my shit off. It's not about the guests being on the show and having an entertaining conversation with them. It's about, I know y'all going to click on this because I'm going to have fucking Kevin Hart. Maybe not, but hypothetically, I'm going to have Kevin Hart on the show. And what, I know y'all going to click on the episode to listen to Kevin Hart. But all I'm going to do is get my shit off and tell y'all how I really fucking feel mm. about y'all fans commenting on this and not showing up to that. So, man, I mean, be grateful for what you got. You ain't hurting. I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he is hurting. Maybe he got a habit or two that I don't know about. But I don't know. Yeah, and hurt, hurting can be relative, but I feel exactly. Right. Go ahead, Ken. I was just going to say uh, maybe it's his content. You know what I mean? If if he's saying people aren't coming to his shows and people are listening <clears> to his <throat> podcast, I'm not going to listen to your podcast and he bitch every week or however often you put out an episode. And if I go to one of your shows one year and then the next year i go to another one of your show expecting something different and i get the same shit then obviously i'm not going to come to the third show the following year if you have another one because you're going to give me the same shit so i think that might be what the case is that the material just ain't changing i've heard i've heard godfrey i've looked at some of it i looked at the she ready thing um i listened to the the shit on sirius xm and stuff like that and he'll pop up every now and then and some of his stuff's funny but at the same time you start to see some of this stuff run together and it'll be like damn near the same because he he goes hard on his his african descent he goes hard on it but after you hear that shit so many times it's like all right bro give me something new so 
But here's That's here's the thing. It. It's like we started this 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 podcast off of we we bounced around a lot of ideas, right? We want to keep it heavy pop culture, heavy what people are going to know, information mm -hmm. that's, that's knowingly available. This is not things that are hidden. She's on the news. She's everywhere. We talk about things like that that people care about. We don't go into the depths of gossip. We don't go into the depths of music. We don't go into the depths of movies and whatever else. We don't go into the depths of sports. Because a lot of people, we could, I could have a completely fucking real, like, analytical, whole sports fucking podcast conversation. That's not what this is about. This is about talking about things that we <clears throat> want to talk about because honestly, Sam and I are on two different spectrums. Like Sam is deep into, I don't want to, the blurred community. I'm deep into the sports community. Us trying to have a conversation about both of those things is the same it, on the same podcast. It's, it's going to be a lot of fucking nothing. Mm. If you wanted to have a podcast where you where you rant then do what bill burr did and 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 create another because he does plenty of podcasts but he has one podcast called monday morning quarterback and he just goes on there he just rants mm. now if you're into that you can tune into that but if you're not you can find him doing other things in other places if you want to diversify diversify but don't be mad that the product <clears throat> you're putting out on your one platform isn't getting picked up by the people that you hope would pick it up. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, there's so many different ways I could take this. But first and foremost, Godfrey, we're talking about you because a fan of yours ain't no more. Like, that's what you're doing. Man, when I go out and go to these shows, they're not all packed. The worst thing you can do is draw attention to the empty room. Because fuck those chairs. Like, I know how busy we are to get to do this. You know, like, we reschedule. You know, this is a reschedule. Yeah. And all of us could probably be doing something different with a Friday night, but we're here because this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, we in there now. You're up there for people that could have spent their money doing anything else. I don't care if it's fucking four of y'all. And when you see me at the bar doing a show or the small room at a big club and I paid attention to you and not the damn, I wish more motherfuckers was here for me. Mm. I know when I'm at, I don't know, the garden or some shit, you're going to be buying a ticket because you're going to know I appreciated you. But no, you're going to go and do your show, your same Comedy Central shit, more than likely, and then expect people to care when they get to know you. Because essentially when y'all hear podcasts, like this is not how we sound on stage. Talking about artists, comics. I, I've listened to Anthony Jeselnik's podcast. He doesn't sound at all like that. I've sat with him backstage at supernovas he doesn't sound like that his timing and cadence is him on stage and then you want to go and be an asshole in a space where you just talking to people telling them that you don't appreciate the fact that they're not there why the fuck would i show up now yeah why the fuck would i show up now like when um the way that this comedy game works for a lot of people man like um 
you have your cats like me, make sure you're appreciative of everything. And this comedy game is not fair. It's just not. You know what I'm saying? Like Marcus was talking about, you know, you're, you're Godfrey. You've been doing this a long time. And then you end up getting kind of introduced again by Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm. because she looked up to you. Mm. But you got to be able to look at yourself and go, why am I in this spot? Am I here because I'm Godfrey? God's in front of my name. Or am I here because I need to be introduced? Every comic and artist and anybody, shit, you can work at Taco Bell. Your inner monologue, in my opinion, should be Kanye all the fucking time. Believe in yourself that much. Your outer monologue can't be this. Mm-hmm. Because you start looking fucking stupid. You just start looking crazy. I know I done did shit in this business y'all will never see from the light of day. And I got to stay humble. I beat, um, you might know her name, might not, Alicia Cooper in a fucking comedy competition for a pilot that'll never air. But that ain't something that I can go out and just brag to people about. And it's not a badge because she's winning in other areas and I'm winning in other ones too. You know what I'm saying? So I remember when it happened that long ago, ego was all in me. I was like, man, this motherfucker on TV. And I'm over here and I it's never go nobody's gonna know. They will when they see us together or doing some other shit, but they don't need to know that I beat her right then. What's the point? So why are you going to a show? And feeling like you won because your audience is half, but they enjoyed themselves. And then going home and going, yeah, fuck them, no. I wish them other 50 showed up. The ghosts. Stop playing yourself. And that's to every artist. Not on some Godfrey shit. Like, just stop playing yourself. I had to learn that shit. It, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, I guess it's, it's the it's the fame monster. I think people are looking around and seeing what they what other people have and what they don't have, but they think they deserve what that other person has. And all you can do is, is run your own race. Like you can't just keep looking at somebody else who's not even thinking about you. These people, I mean, this is what what's in your lane. Do what you could do to progress and move on and move up. That's all you can do because mm-hmm. talking shit about how people not feeling you is not going to make people feel you like no at all. Not at anything, all. It's going to we were talking well, again. We saw my Lauren Hill the other day. Like, look, oh, you showing up late and talking shit. Guess what? I'm not showing up. Yep. I listen to the miseducation in my car. If I feel like it. <laughs> and keep it pushing. Cause I'm not, guess what? I'm not trying to hear your unplugged album that I thought would be the miseducation of Lauren Hill, but wasn't. Mm. It was just you playing a acoustic guitar on a stool, singing all the songs I didn't want to hear anyway. Mm. <laughs> and she showed up late to that shit too. <laughs> Damn like, sure did. So I mean, you should I'm not I I can I feel how you feel. No, and then this too. I gotta say, like, as I've done this, there's been artists that I've wanted to work with, have worked with, or that was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm working with them. Sort of like when I was telling y'all about working with Shane. Godfrey is in that same bucket of people with the RNSJs and shit where it was just like, yo, these are comedy gods to us right now. You know what I'm saying? And now, as I approach being, I don't see approach, as I'm up here with them, and going to shows and seeing them kind of implode on themselves is heartbreaking. You know, like, people don't see that type of shit at these small shows where I'm watching that legend mm. having a real hard time with the fact that he's here. 
You know what I'm saying? And and that's got to eat at you. You know, when you was on TV and shit. And then, you know, whatever decisions get made. But I try to stay central to the people that are paying attention. Um, and that's something that Marcus got me out of. I remember, again, like he was just saying, when we first started doing this shit, we had two completely different mindsets as to why we were doing it. And I needed it to be for me. And it wasn't at first. It was like, yo, you know, this is another avenue that I need to have. And Marcus would tell me, you know, yeah, you know, this feedback that he got from people, what people was feeling. And I would tell him numbers. You remember that shit? I'd be like, oh, yeah, man, I looked it up. And, you know, this episode. And he'd be like, man, I ain't looked at them numbers in a long fucking time. And I'd be like, why not? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, how? He was like, man, I'm getting analytics from what people's feeling about what's going on. And when I stopped looking at numbers, I started seeing a lot more organic feedback because we're doing this more. And I think people just hear that. But I'm never going to have somebody be. Imagine me. This is it. like I just did them running shows from Vegas through San Diego. And every one of them, I try to let people know to check us out on Illegal Opinions. And then when they come check us out, I go, man, it was like nine motherfuckers in there, dog. Ain't that a bitch? Like, I don't, man, I did all that shit. You my don't. Why the fuck would you come to the next show? Yeah. Mm. Why, would, why would you why would you come back and listen if you go on a rant like oh we, exactly. this, this episode this episode only had a, a 128 streams in the first day why uh, what the fuck's wrong with y'all niggas <laughs> <laughs> like because if you say that mother like damn that's it Ye- yelling at all the people that ain't there yeah you know what's interesting and I, I, this is just me i don't know but godfrey is in the podcast world now. He wants to be. He is in the podcast world, right? He's got, I'm sure, probably hundreds of thousands of followers that listen to this podcast. I don't know. I'm just making this shit up. I didn't look. Do you think that he feels this way because he's a comedian? He's a he's he's a he's a uh, a journeyman in the comedian world. Do you think he feels this way because he he's not getting that Joe Rogan love? that other comics are getting like i'm out here i got a podcast i'm i'm fucking i'm a journeyman comedian you having all these other motherfuckers on your show that haven't been in the game as long as me you could you could say you could say matt rife you could say andrew schultz you can say whoever you want right but you've had all these people on but you haven't like had me on and if and if you had but but if you but if you had me on, it would boost my shit. Mm. I think because he's Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast out in the world, and he has comedians on all the time. They're not always the highest top tier. Actually, most of them are not the people mm. you know. Like there's Kevin Hart is not going on fucking Joe Rogan. Eddie Murphy's not going on Joe Rogan. I'm going to tell you the these- hard truth answer to that. I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be right back. I'm, okay. I got time today. Fuck this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, to be honest with you, man, he probably ain't been on Joe Rogan for the simple fact that Joe Rogan's heard some of the shit he's been saying. About him? Yeah, about it, just about his fans. Like, what if he goes on Joe Rogan and does the same shit? Yeah. And he vents. I'm sorry, everyone. The echo you're hearing is uh, Sam slammed his headphones down right next to his microphone. Asshole. And now you're going to hear the echo of me and Ken talking back and forth. This motherfucker. See, I know, see, niggas who play Skip Bow. This is what the fuck they do. Skip Bow niggas. Yeah, this is Skip Bow niggas. 
Shit. <laughs> this nigga slams his shit down. I'm gonna go make me a drink, put his headphones right by the microphone. God damn. But while we're waiting, you know what the nicest, not nicest, the coolest racist movie oh, shit. that I like is uh Grand uh Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> That shit is Clint, so fucking racist. Clint, <laughs> Clint Eastwood is so racist <laughs> in that fucking All right. Movie. And then grows to love this fucking, what, a Korean? I thought it was like Hispanic or something. Nah, they were Korean or something oh, like that. Yeah, you might Maybe right. they might have been Filipino. <sighs> yeah, it could have been. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, I hate to do it. Echo, nigga. Thanks for the echo. Yeah, thank you. yeah, appreciate you dropping your headphones right by the microphone. Oh, my fault, pimp. My fault. I should have hit the mute button. Um, dick face. Go ahead. Now we back. We back on track. This thing is drinking a fucking dirty martini. God damn. Let me tell y'all why Godfrey hasn't been on Joe Rogan. What other people did you just name, Marcus? Matt Rife. When you Matt Rife be on there? Um. Uh, Matt Rife, Andrew Schultz. Schultz, okay. Um, he was on there too. Tim Kennedy. Now that's okay. Just those three alone, right? You know the difference between those three and Godfrey. What's that? Is all three that you just named are people on a podcast first. But if you make yourself a fucking cartoon, then they only want the cartoon. And your cartoon better stay animated. We talking for four hours. Is you fitting to come up here and hit that service, right? Uh, hit, hit. For four hours? No. We wanna we wanna talk some. And if all when you start talking about who ain't over there, mm-hmm. you might as well stay a goddamn cartoon. Like I can listen to show. I used to listen to to um fucking God. I'm look I was about to call it legal opinion. See, I like me. Um I used to listen to that shit religiously. Mm-hmm. Like listening to Charlemagne and him talk shit about nothing was great. You know, I felt like it was a perfectly formatted podcast. Mm-hmm. Um but I never felt like I was listening to a cartoon talk. Right. The first time I knew about Godfrey's podcast was when I saw the clip of him doing Steve Harvey. I loved it. I've always known he does voices. Mm. That same mechanic made me not want to listen to his podcast. Mm. If that makes sense. I was like, is that something I want to like listen to for an hour or two or three? Or is it a clip? And I'm going to move on. You can't talk to Rogan for four hours, man. And that's not on some like, oh, I'm hating, whatever. You know, I would kill for your level of fame. You feel me? Like, I'm most yeah. comics would. And you bitching. That looks crazy to most people. Yeah. There's comics that would kill for my level of fame. Mm. So why am I going to do that shit to them? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> God damn. Cheers. Cheers. Nigga think he fucking James Bond and shit. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, we need we need Black Bond. We need Black Bond. He gonna get shot like first day, but we need Yeah, him. yeah. Like you I mean no, we established that. Like there's no way he comes out alive as a black man. I think we talked about that shit. Like zero shot. The fuck? Oh yeah, you can't yeah. You gotta send you to Greece to go follow a nigga. No. Why? Why all my missions in in Kenya, nigga? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> is this Wakanda? <laughs> He'd have to. I mean, he would have to do them there, and then he gonna be clean. So, let me stop. This fucked up. I'm just playing. Um. All right. So, 
Um, we was talking about documentaries earlier. Uh, Marcus watched this big oh, yeah. vape documentary. Um, it's called Big Vape. It's uh, the rise and fall of Jewel. Mm. And it's a it's quick. It's like three, maybe four episodes. But I never was into vaping, right? Uh, I tried early on the. I guess the vape pens that look like cigarettes mm-hmm. and there's just like, you know, nicotine and you know, you fucking blow out the vapor and this just was fucking trash. So I kind of got away from that, but drool was crazy at one point. Like drool was insane everywhere. That shit was, uh, <clears throat> they had, I mean, they had this, the cigarette shit split between drool and Marlboro and camel and shit like that. So I did hear about some of the, some of the um the court proceedings about uh jewel and but i never followed them because it wasn't my shit so last week i'm just sitting around here and i'm like you know what? let me look at this fucking because i i clicked on it a couple times i didn't watch it let me go ahead and watch this shit it's only three four episodes <sighs> jewel was the fastest growing <laughs> company I, I believe it said in the history of the world like it was you know, early on, it was valued at like $40 billion, right? And then because of the, um, because they said it looked too cool mm. and the, 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 the variety of flavors it had, it was too enticing to children and young adults or whatever. <coughs> so, Basically now, because I thought I thought Jewel went out of business, mm-hmm. but Jewel is still alive, right? But they just sell like tobacco flavored mm-hmm. uh, little cartridges and and menthol flavored cartridges. They don't do the fruits and shit no more. So the conversation re- to me, like it, it's not really about that. It's about Skittles. Now there are places around the world that are taking fucking Skittles out of the stores. Because I call this the Marcus Left. That's what I call this. Because the Skittles supposedly are have can- cancer causing ingredients in them, right? No shit. Rainbow ain't good for you, nigga. You ain't supposed to catch this shit. <laughs> but. <laughs> They still sell fucking even even in the same vein with the jewel shit, which they cut back on. Mm. People are gonna stop selling Skittles in the same place that you could buy fucking cigarettes. Mm. I don't understand. <clears throat> like this is like this is one of those weird things about America, and it's, and this is all capitalism. Because how can I? How there's still an entire fucking wall. Mm. Of cigarettes behind the counter in a in, in a store or a, or a gas station that you cannot buy fucking Skittles in mm. or mango flavored Jewel, <laughs> which is better for you than cigarettes. Yeah, it, it's one of them like a politician figured out people cared enough about it type of law. You know what I'm saying? Like there was no reason for it other than oh man, you're making this way too attractive. 
but liquor but but check it out like for adults even you know and alcoholism is like one of the major problems in the country liquor bottles be sexy as fuck like you don't even want to throw them away sometimes they do you'll be like yo i'll buy this one just because the bottle is dope Mm -hmm. type of shit and it's fine you know what i'm saying shaped like a skull i like that vodka everybody got one of them everybody got one of them (laughs) for their fucking skull everybody i was you know i was thinking of that shit i was like somebody gonna say it Every time you go in like a, a, a what is total wine out there, it's Bevmo yeah. out here. You see like the tequila and the gun, like this the gun, gun bottle yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think about it. You think about it, right? You're like, damn, that shit would just look good. I don't even want that. Hey, hey look, as soon as I shit? drink all this tequila, I can put a rose Boom. in that motherfucker. Put a rose put in that motherfucker. Goddamn, I'll uh, put some colored water in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Something. You we know, just, niggas, that, that's what that, niggas do. That shows, like, that tells, like, how much power. These fucking lobbyists that work for fucking Marlboro and fucking Camel and whoever else, how much power they have. They they took something, they took a healthier option mm. off the shelf. Cause kids didn't stop smoking cigarettes because you got rid of Jewel. No. Not at all. Not at all. Because they still got vape shops. The motherfuckers gonna get that shit. Kids are smoking weed straight up now. They yeah. not they not tripping on none of these laws. So like, yeah. That's the funniest part of it is nobody they none you're not stopping any of it like absolutely any of it but yeah if they can get in there and talk they just like was it uh Rick and Morty he said governments is just uh or countries are just job placement programs for the governments that created them yeah so if you in there and then you got enough money to tell them what to do and just pay them it's some old man that ain't never seen a, a 18 year old coochie in his life. And these lobbyists is out there just bringing them hoes. They they doing it. They always show it. Hey, get this shit off the shelf. Why your dick so hard? Yep. <laughs> hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that line is rent free in my head, bro, of a wife yelling that at a man with his pants around his ankles on the toilet. That shit's hilarious to me. So, anyway. You're welcome. Um, no, it's just it, to me. It's just one of those reflections of America. Is like, God damn, like y'all. You would think that at the very least, if you're gonna like, if you're gonna do this this deep investigation, because they made a, a healthier version of nicotine. Why not partner up or invest? Like, hey, Drew, how about we just buy y'all, make y'all y'all fucking build your whole company. Mm-hmm. Philip Morris is gonna buy you. And make all your all y'all fucking millionaires, and we're just gonna use your product. Y'all go do whatever you want to do, and we're gonna sell these shits right next to Marlboros. And if you want a cigarette, you can get a cigarette. If you want a fucking vape, you can get a vape. We own them both. Mm-hmm. No, we're gonna take the healthier option off the shelf. Mm. To me, that's weird. And 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 the fact that. <sighs> It's not even really even talked about anymore, which is why I watch the shit. So I'm like, nobody even says Jewel anymore. Because I know people that I work with that vape. And when I tell you, they got these fucking big-ass cannons with canisters on them. <laughs> yeah. 50% nicotine. 50%. Yeah. Nigga, Jewel's was like 5 and 10 and 20. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers come with like little little bottles that you got to dump yeah, the juice, shit into. Juice bottles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and when they they outside like a fucking smokestack, like you know how how in the Simpsons, like like nuclear trains, plant. Though. Yeah, huh? they look yeah. like trains. Yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. That's okay. 
Like, we gonna let that live. Yeah. yeah. So, for that shit. Check this shit out, y'all. At the end of 2018, the tobacco giant Altria mm-hmm. bought Jewel. Mm-hmm. Altria is a company that makes Marlboro cigarettes. Of course. Oh, there so, is. they make the cigarettes for Marlboro, so technically they kind of own them. That's probably uh, a manufacturer for Philip Morris. Yeah, they bought it for thirteen billion dollars. Goddamn! For thirty-five percent of Jewel. So they were saying, like in the documentary, it said that Jewel was worth forty billion dollars at its height, and it was still fucking going crazy. It was going to mm-hmm. go up. Now it's worth less than five percent of what it was fucking four or five years ago. Yeah, you know the crazy thing about Jewel is, is that that shit was a uh, it was a whole lot cheaper too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was a little bit more convenient and you can buy those reusable cartridges for that shit. Mm-hmm. So Marlboro and all the mother cigarette companies was like, nah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> a, a rechargeable Re- cigarette? Yeah, they nah, can just do nigga. it again? No. What? Hold on. Wait, how many puffs off of this motherfucker? Like, I, I feel like they looked into this shit. and they you, could get, you could get two cartridges for like $12. Yeah, it was a cheap. Of mm, it was cheap. Hella yeah. cheap. Yeah. yeah. And for most people, if the habit is just raising something to their mouth and they're trying to break it like this, it's better than cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's, what one of the, that's what one of the guys said in the documentary. It's at the very beginning, so I'm not giving nothing away. In the very beginning, like the first like fucking eight minutes or ten minutes of the documentary, the guy's like, I was a two-pack-a-day smoker. Mm-hmm. He worked at Jewel, right? He's like, I was a two-pack-a-day smoker. I took one puff of the Jewel. After they got everything fixed, because one of the main problems with Jewel was that the puff wasn't if you ever smoked a cigarette, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That the hit wasn't real. It didn't feel like a real pull. You weren't, yeah. Once they figured that shit out, he's like, I never fucking smoked another cigarette. Yep. And they make so yeah. much money off of cigarettes, bro. So much. Yeah. And then uh, at the same time, you don't go in the house smelling like a big fucking cigarette. Yeah. You can smoke the shit in your car and not ruin the fucking interior of your car. So right. again, the healthier option is now off the shelf. Yep. You know what I mean? So But I guess now you go you go to you go to smoke shops and get vapes now and vape pens, but it ain't that shit to me. When I go into a smoke shop, that shit look like a uh y'all ever tried to or thought about building a um a gas power remote control car? I've been in those shops. That's what it looks like. You gotta buy all the parts and shit. It seems mad expensive. Yeah, I've been in smoke shops like I gotta buy this and I gotta buy that, and I gotta buy oh you you gotta pick a shit together. Yeah, they they look complicated. <laughs> they're like this. They're like I'm like, does this go in my car? Is this a yeah. car? Like, yeah, like they look like car parts. Some of the stuff and, that's in there, right? And there's a there's a filament in there that you gotta swap out ever so often. See, I, nah. have a vape. I used to have mm-hmm. a vape, and I used mm-hmm. that motherfucker for like two months. And once that shit start tasting gross, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? Like, yeah, that's too much. Out. You gotta learn everything about this piece of equipment now. That sound like mad effort. Yeah. <laughs> mad effort. Too for, much to, to, effort. Mad effort to relax, right? <laughs> and then on top of that, that little fucking juice shit is like fucking motor oil. You get that shit on your hands, it's with you forever. That what shit, juice shit? The, the shit that you put inside the vapes. The See, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, you don't know. Um, okay. Um, anyway, um, I know he gonna come back to this. Um, he should be surprised like Derek was. Um, i'm glad it happened nigga i don't care oh my god dog um derek chauvin um for those of you don't know we talking about and you should by now um the murderer of george floyd 
That's as simple and plain as I'm going to call it without saying more. Um, was shanked in prison. And they kept putting allegedly on it. If it made news, he got shanked in prison. <laughs> I hope that nigga stabbed him with his hands in his pockets. Oh, man. I, I hope he in the bed right now. But uh, I hope it didn't kill him. I just wanted to hurt a lot all the time. No, no. He don't deserve to die. I just want to hurt a lot all the time. But um, I heard, and I don't know if either of y'all heard this and it's true, that, you know, a Red Cross ambulance was dispatched to help him, and that ambulance was getting shot at on its way into the prison. Damn. It needed to. Like, like don't help that nigga. Like, I don't know how true <laughs> I don't know how true that was. I don't know how true that was. Um, so, of course, uh, the internet went off. Um... My favorite one was uh, this episode of The Simpsons where this dude has the appendix out. And Dr. Hibbert was like, don't thank me, thank the knife. And he holds up his knife. And everybody was showing that meme. And um, <laughs> I almost started a GoFundMe to make sure the knife was okay. I didn't know if it was legal to do, so I didn't do it. And I was really just going to call the prison and ask the question for people if, if they paid money. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I remember what took so long got then. Okay, okay, see. Now now what took so long, right? Um nobody ever touched Zimmerman. Mm -hmm. And I remember did they though? Somebody shot in that nigga's car. It just seemed like they got the chauvin a whole lot faster. Yeah, he in jail. But like no, 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 no. What I'm saying is like everybody was talking all that cash and he was just out. Like Zimmerman was home. You know what I'm saying? And all it was on the internet was, man, next time I see this motherfucker, I wish I would live around him. And then nobody do shit. Well, we don't want to jail for fucking that nigga up. If you already in jail, what? Might as well rape <laughs> nigga and stab him. I mean, <laughs> I, be I believe he's under like witness protection or some shit. Like after somebody yeah. shot into his car, they yeah. hid that nigga. Like he was like, okay, I'm, I need to go in witness protection. So I, that's why you haven't seen or heard from Zimmerman. I think that. Like since after, that, since he, he had the domestic issue. And then he was in traffic, and the motherfucker noticed him and was like, "Oh, that's you, nigga. What my yeah, pistol? This a nigga that was signing packs of Skittles because he did that bullshit too." I remember that, dumbass. Somebody need to. Okay, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know he was kind of in hiding now, so that's a, that's a new one. But yeah, um, is it right? Like, let's take the like fuck this dude off the table because this is what I would get is um, it's fucked up that y'all feel like it's okay that he got stabbed in jail when. You already got justice that was due in the system that you wanted. You know, you know that whole, you know, what argument I'm saying they would use, right? Mm -hmm. What do you say to that black man? Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Sorry. That shit was on your lips so heavy. I had to hold my lips together, bro. Look. Even if you take the, if even if you take the fuck that nigga off the table, bro, you oh, still, you still murdered a motherfucker in broad daylight in public, like it was nothing. You treat that nigga like he was a fucking rabbit Rottweiler or some shit like that. Fuck you, nigga. The most public of publics. Yeah, nigga, you was on Facebook Live doing this shit. So, I hope they stabbed you more than once. Sorry. No, I hope, they I hope you got stabbed. Well, he did get stabbed, and I hope he's he he has a a, a swift recovery, and goes so he can back get stabbed to jail. again. Yeah, I hope stabbed he got tetanus. Uh, you know what? I hope a nigga stabbed him with like a toothbrush, like a sharpened toothbrush, nigga, like the worst of the worst. Like that, that was in the ass that morning. 
this like this um and something. you know and, and I, i'm gonna be honest like this is not like um something i'm like happy to be say saying about a human but like fuck this dude like i remember even um and i'm not gonna speak for no other black man but me but the friendships i lost behind it too where i learned some things about people i'm glad you said that shit nigga you know <laughs> of course you guys know i i'll be reading on yahoo a lot so when i came across the story, <laughs> yahoo 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 have you want yahoo <laughs> somebody was walking by and seeing what i was reading and they literally said to me, I might be light-skinned, but I'm still fucking black. This nigga said to me, I can't believe he went to jail for that shit. Wait, what? Like, no bullshit. I can't believe he went to jail for that. I'm, so I'm, I look at this thing, I'm like, what you mean? Man, you know, that dude, that this is the this is the argument we always get. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a bad guy anyway. The crimes he committed back in the day, he was in jail, blah, blah. I'm like, motherfucker, if he did crimes back in the day, he went to jail, he served his time. You cannot bring up that old bullshit and justify why a motherfucker got murdered. I was like, what the, What if that shit was me? You know me. Like, this motherfucker knows me. Oh, man, you're different, man. You're different. No, the fuck I'm not. You know he just called you, right? Ooh, yep. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a hell of a microaggression that they love to say. Oh, white oh. people, that is never a compliment. It's not. Oh, you're Black white, people with a white person in a Uber, that is never a compliment. Like, if yeah. you out there listening anywhere, white people, that is never a goddamn compliment. Ever. Like, ever. It's a, so don't it's stop little, doing it's it. Little, uh, it's a, a backhanded compliment is what they call it. It's like, oh, yeah. you're not like them. Yeah, I feel safe fuck? around you. You're a good nigga. Yeah. Don't feel safe yeah. around me, nigga. Don't feel safe, nigga. <laughs> you be scared, motherfucker. Like, be scared. Be Yo, bl- black people, the next time you anywhere in any setting and a white person go, no, 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 but you're not like, just start barking like DMX in front. <laughs> <laughs> just you're like, <laughs> you play? It's crazy. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I don't yeah. want that. That kind of goes back to, um, I worked at another company, a larger company. Well, it's a massive company. And we're at a happy hour. And there's a guy that I work with, white dude. He's cool. We never had no issues. Both baseball fans talked about shit at work, whatever, whatever. We're at this fucking, this, this long ass table in this restaurant. Everybody's ordering appetizers. And I'm, I don't really, you know, I don't know where white folks' hands have been. Exactly. So I don't they got really, cats. I don't really dig into where their hands be at. It's okay, racist. Cool. Okay, hold on one second. This is flight. Flight's on TV, and she get out of bed naked right now. I got to, uh, ooh. This nigga here. I didn't know what was coming on. Damn, she fine. Women are a vice, Marcus. Ah, damn. She got, she, was, she got out of bed butt naked. Anyway. Oh, all um, right, yeah, send me a link, but go ahead. It's on flight. <laughs> the beginning of the oh, flight. Oh, flight? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. flight. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Beginning when she got out of bed, I got a... Thank you, Jesus. So <laughs> that, was, that was a southern so, ass. Thank you, Jesus. I'm I'm uh, sitting next to dude, and we're at this we're at the table, and it's kind of split. Like we're kinda, we're both in the middle, and there's 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 like eight people on both sides of us. Two different conversations we're having, right? So he's talking to on one side, and he's telling not, but I can hear what they're talking about. He's telling uh i don't know what the context was it was a while ago i can't remember the context but he's like yeah you know it's kind of like that chris rock joke where he says you know there's black people and then there's uh, mm. 
So he's telling these, you know, these, 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 these good, as far as I know, good white people about a Chris Rock joke. And these motherfuckers from like upstate New York, Connecticut, Delaware, they don't know what he's talking about. And they're like, no, what do you, what's, what's, what, what do you mean? And he said, he, he hits me with his elbow. Hey, Marcus, this is after people had drinks. Now, I didn't drink, I don't drink at white functions like that. Like, I'll have a, yeah. I'll have two drink max. You laughing, then, Ken, but like, oh, I know. Trust me, yeah. I two, know. Two drink yeah. max, and now I'm out. He's had about five or six. Hits me with his elbow. Hey, Marcus, you know, you know that, that Chris Rock, um, you you seen his, his 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 comedy, right? Uh, yeah, I see some of it. So I know where this was going. Yeah, you could feel it, right? The, I'm already down the street and around the corner in his mind mm-hmm. of what he's trying to do. So I was telling them about this thing, and I was it's like a Chris the, the Chris Rock joke where there's black people and then there's and you I know. was like I don't know what you mean. Wait, 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 just, there's black people. What else? What else is there? Well, no, no, no. In a joke, he says he says there's black people, and then there's now for everyone who's listening, he says there's black people, and then there's niggas. Mm. He wants me to be his token mm-hmm. to say nigga in front of these other white people at this massive financial company at a happy hour. So I was like, yeah, no, I don't know. I I I might have I, I must have missed that one, man. Like I'm not. I'm not savvy. I must have missed that one. <clears throat> because as soon as I become, as soon as I say, oh, niggas. Coon. Now I become coon. <laughs> Dancing jigaboo. Coonkus. Like, coonkus. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you know what? Nah. So, but, but you, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> swerve, man. Like you gotta, you don't really want to get, uh, you don't want to get looked at like that. Like, oh, you're different. Mm-hmm. No, fuck Hate you. That. I hate that. You don't know where I'm from. We just work yep. together. Yeah. Mm. Bro, I grew up in the streets of goddamn Pensacola. You don't know what the fuck we get. Mother- <laughs> Nigga, that, that sounds so friendly, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know about it, but it's Pensacola. <laughs> sounds All so right. friendly. Go down no, there. No, I ain't going down there. You got me <laughs> fucked up, nigga. I don't know them people. <laughs> and don't go hey. to the beach either, nigga. Go to Pensacola. Yeah, yeah I don't but know no, niggas. It's just, like people will try to fucking once they once you got that tag that pin that mm-hmm. you the one of the good ones yeah you used you gonna get used we gonna have a conversation one day about the good blacks we had it on the on the on the docket yeah. for about a year now the good blacks in Hollywood mm. Kevin Hart on that list too oh damn I already know I already know another time another time I'm looking forward to yeah. that one actually yeah yeah I really am <laughs> I really am. Um, Joe Budden got jumped, bruh. The pump it up guy. Yeah, he he got jumped, and 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 and, and he talks about it on the podcast. I listen to Joe Budden podcast. I listen. To, I mean, it's cool. Um, oh, you're not on that, Rory? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't listen to. Uh, I can't. I can't listen to that. Um, I, I tried. It's like it's like listening to Andre three thousand play flutes. It ain't for me. That's well, cool. got to delete that now because that was in my joke book. Might be for somebody, <laughs> but um, <laughs> new Andre three thousand. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, he got jumped, and it was it was just some other shit. But the 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 crux, of the, the point is, 
he is the largest, has the largest like hip hop, I guess what you call hip hop or music podcast. Mm-hmm. He's one of the biggest content content creators in the world. Shout out to Joe Budden, his whole <laughs> you know cast and crew, Joe Budden Network, all that shit. It's all great. Good for him. Good for them. All of. To me, it raises the question as a as a content creator, what does it mean to you when someone that has that much money, that much influence can, you know, I ain't saying he got <clears throat> fucked up, but someone that, you know, got ran up on and according to him, you know, quote, end quote, punched in the face and whatever the fuck, like, does that does that does that shift you off your your square of your opinion? Does that make you waver at all as far as saying whatever you feel like your truth is about whatever we're talking about in this space, you know, as we're recording? Mm. That's a good point. Ken? So he got he got fucked up for some shit he said, is what I'm getting out of this. Or possibly. Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. <clears throat> well, you got no niggas to talk about and niggas not to talk about. <laughs> that's that's from Blank Pit, nigga. Like, my thing, is, my thing is this, man. Like, we just got through talking about a nigga that got shanked in jail. That nigga can't fuck us up. Not all together, you know? But, like, if you got a strong fucking, like, if you got a strong fucking opinion about some niggas or just people in general, man, and you know they got access to you or they might have access to you. Niggas be taking shit to heart, just like niggas who be thinking like social media is real life. Niggas be taking that shit to heart, and if they catch you in the street, they gonna take that shit out on your ass. Nigga, I heard what you said. I don't know why niggas still thugging like that. That's weird to me. But uh, you gotta know who the fuck to talk about. Like we will never met meet uh sex red. I'm sure I'm I'm definitely sure we will never meet her. Uh, so we ain't gotta worry about seeing her brown vagina and brown booty hole. You know what I mean? Even though I do like uh. Rich Baby Dad. That's a good song. But anyway, um, I just feel like you gotta you gotta pick and choose who you talk about and how deep you go into the conversation. Cause we don't really we don't really go hard in the paint. Like we do nah. okay. see, and that's a problem. That's a problem. Me and Marcus used to talk about that shit. Um me and him would talk about um and I don't know how how many of y'all really follow me on social media. I've been going through a lot of changes that I can honestly admit to myself. Um and what Ken just said as somebody new to the pod is I remember early on when we would have conversations about comics and I was like three, four years in. And whenever we would be like, you know, Marcus used to ask me like the direct question of how do you feel about that comedian special? I hate it when he would do that shit to me. Yeah. I was still in this mindset of uh, which I like now because it challenged me in some ways. But um. I would be afraid to speak my opinion on it because I felt like it would affect me in Hollywood. I felt like I would get gate kept. Mm. That is a ridiculous notion. Mm. And it's simple and plain that, and I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying that somebody couldn't hear this and be like, oh, he over there talking or whatever. But um, it was a ridiculous notion to do a platform like this and not be honest 100% with your audience, period. Mm. So what Joe needs to realize, I half agree with both of y'all. Yes, Know who the fuck you can talk about. Also know where you go. Joe likes to just walk out of his apartment, go hang out at the corner. You know, chill out at some spot, you know, on occasion. Shit like that. You have way too many fans to be doing that. And he go. think he's low key, but he really be kind of showing his hand if you listen to his show enough. 
Mm. Every now and then he'll mention where he go eat and shit like that. And people fanatics like that when you get to a certain size. Yeah. So you can talk about who you want to talk about, but you better move accordingly. Yeah. Especially if, if I'm if I'm looking to find you, and I know where you say that you go, I can go there every day and just wait around or have somebody exactly some some young nigga I could give him a hundred dollars a day to just stand outside yeah. of wherever you yeah. like to eat. Yeah, you be here anyway. hundred dollars. If you see him, just hit me up. And that's the thing. I feel like they open their lives a little little bit too much. You know what I mean? You you you're too popular to to expose where you eat or you go grocery shopping to talk mad shit about somebody. And at least when we do give our opinions on shit, we try to make the shit funny. You know what I mean? We try to make a joke of it. We'll give a serious like opinion on the shit, but we'll find a joke in it somewhere. Well, you can get your ass beat behind funny too. I mean, you, you know, I, I, that's like not a, a yeah, that's not a pass. But, it, it's some <laughs> niggas just think shit is Chris real Rock, all the time. You know what I mean? So I mean. Right, Chris Rock got slapped. You know, well, that's a whole different story. That bitch a demon, but um, yeah. I think I think no, it's it's okay. Marcus don't pull punches up here ever. Like he been saying, like what fuck for? Like me and him was in different lanes, and I envied that at at, at the beginning. Like now, I just kind of feel like man, like I know what to and not, what not to say. But I do feel like I was nowhere near as honest as I should have been. Marcus was like, man, I ain't trying to be nobody's comic. Like we used to end the show, which you can't cancel us because we not on. Yeah, and and it's as simple as that. Like, let's say we said something greasy about Godfrey, and he got mad and decided to say something on his show, which is highly Thank possible. You. The way that he did. Thank you, nigga. Yeah. Now I got more people at my show than yours, and I'm gonna be up here talk about that. Let me see who this nigga talking about. Who this nigga bitching about? Dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's all love. Like, um, it's not a a a, a brag thing to go on the internet and say we've had people from Judas and the Black Messiah on our podcast. Mm. We've had the number one porn star shout us out on her page. Yeah. You know, like it happens. You know, we we ebb and flow. But what we know is there's something that people want to hear. Yeah. And it ain't me bitching that it was only nine people somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, that shit irked me so bad. It made my it ass itch. It has to be pr- provocative. Like nobody's gonna <laughs> coming to hear you be fucking Mr. Rogers and yeah. sound like everyone else. Um, Man, I love Mr. And I, I think I, I think there's there, there are times. You say what, nigga? Go ahead. I love, I love Mr. Rogers. He was the shit, bro. Mr. Rogers was the shit. He was. Don't if nigga. If you say, oh no, he was. I'm not. Why are you capping for him so hard, Ken? Like none of look, us. He did this. Look, he did that market shit. Uh, he did that bullshit. No, I mean, no. I, I was no. Thinking he went to make sure it tracks. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. My mm-hmm. bad. I came in too hot. My, my bad. God damn. <laughs> he got he got touched during Mr. Rogers. Oh yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> they got emotional. Nigga. <laughs> what, what happened? Where, where on the trolley did it touch your dick? Where, yeah. where on the trolley? <laughs> that big ass train set. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah, you have to, it's kind of like um we haven't talked about the uh the the puffy and uh oh Cassie yeah Cassie situation they settled and we could but I mean everybody's talking about it that's one thing is important like what else could you possibly say I think that's that's it yeah the podcast the last podcast or one before that we ended it by basically saying like if this is the money grab we gonna see and the next day it was the next day but it wasn't a money grab I didn't ever but that didn't come off as a money grab to me it came off as a, oh that shit true. And like 90 other motherfuckers probably going down with you too. That's like, man, you better pay her. Mm-hmm. 
Well, no, now it's a money grab because it's like, okay, this is what happened. Now she could have said, no, nigga, I want everybody, I want you to be exposed. Yep. I want to expose you. I don't give a fuck about no bread. Give me $30 million, though. <laughs> yeah. And it was 30 million. Oh, oh, yeah, undisclosed, undisclosed. It was undisclosed. But now it's now it's like, okay, well, Hundred or other people are coming out saying, oh shit. Other people are coming out saying whatever, whatever, whatever about mm-hmm. whoever. That's whatever that business is. We could talk about it, but there's so many people talking about it. It's not, it's not we can't say anything more interesting because we're yeah. not insiders, right? So we just we just niggas talking with Pretty regular much. sense. Right. So yeah. we just talking from our own personal experience and being alive and around and being around the world and around different people mm. and shit like that. Just seeing different situations, how they play out. But would if we had a if we if if this platform was larger, would you y'all be cool with speaking about like your real feelings about that situation? Yeah, I do it now. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, look, shit, this take us right back to Joe. Um, I felt like he didn't say certain shit because his relationship with Diddy. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like, a whole lot. Um, when that whole thing came out, I went to look for clips, and I was like, he's doing this shit that me and Marcus used to talk about where... Yeah, yeah. Me and him would be like, yo, like, such and such happened, and Joe got up there, and I listened to his podcast for three hours, and they didn't say nothing. Mm. I feel him. Was danced around, right? Yeah, it was danced around, and I felt that when he was talking about it. So, um, I've gone back and forth in my mind with that like a thousand times, and I feel like um, there's a professional courtesy that you extend to your colleagues. I do like, and I think that's in any business. There's also a honesty you have to have with your audience, and you got to figure out how to balance both. And you do what your career can handle, mm-hmm. but, but. First and foremost, mind in the in the interest of minding the business is paying you. Why the fuck wouldn't I get up here and be honest if one of my fans asked me an honest question? Thank Even you. if that answer is I can't answer that publicly. Right. That's an honest answer. Yeah. But that dance for three hours because I know you're gonna listen the whole time hoping I say something that's fucked up. Yeah. I aim uh, to not do that here. I, see, my, my thing is I figure. If you get asked that question, you might as well go ahead and give your opinion because that's all you have right now. You know what I mean? Unless you unless you're an insider, I'm, I'm guessing at that point, if you're an insider, you ain't gonna really tell all that shit. But you can still give a, a smart opinion on some shit versus talking shit about people. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's the issue. Like people get a news story like that and they start talking shit versus, well, I know Diddy, I know Cassie. I might have seen a few things, like you said, Sam, I can't say that publicly or whatever it is. Right. But you're still going to give your honest opinion about it. Like, you know, shit was kind of weird at one point in time or, or or whatever the case may be. But it's when you start to say shit like, man, Diddy was a weird ass nigga. That nigga used to fucking smoke weed out of a, 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 a dick. I don't fucking know. You know, when you start giving that personal information. Weed out of dick. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, just something weird, you know, and once you start doing that, that's when you start losing friends and you gain more popularity that way because you're giving that fucking you're giving that gossip and that bullshit like on them TV shows we'd be seeing nowadays. But other than that, I don't see any harm in giving your own personal opinion in the situation. 
No, I don't. Uh, I remember too, like the only thing I could say off of this, it seems like this kind of a trend where everybody that's ever been like some wild shit happened to them in Hollywood gets deemed crazy. Um, when Chappelle left to go to Africa, he was crazy. He had points that we'd hear later, but we immediately was, you know, everybody was on that. He crazy. Um, Orlando Brown, um, y'all remember from that so Raven and shit. He used to do these interviews talking about how and he named Diddy. Yeah. He he named Diddy as doing some wild shit. And um it, it was a crackhead. And we just like, you know, if an artist got enough slaps, we literally forget they're a piece of shit. Like and, and I think that's just something that we do for some weird reason. Like Diddy like everybody been sharing that picture of Diddy with R. Kelly and that he don't understand you. I'm like, damn, that was a nasty video set. No, you saw the one where they were on stage doing I, I believe it was uh Welcome to New York. It might have uh-huh. been the end of Welcome to New York and, and Diddy and Jay and 50 were on stage. And I guess it, I think it came on or a, a, a New York song came on and Diddy on stage and he started slapping Jay on the butt. Oh, shit. Nah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And wow. Nope. Yeah, nah, I see it. It's out there. <clears throat> I saw it the other day. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah, well, that's the, that's, yeah, that's what we doing, I guess. Huh? The camera's yeah. always watching, nigga. You gotta be careful. Nigga. And as that big shit get put on the internet, it's there forever. Because <laughs> Diddy's videos are resurfacing left and right. That shit is. Has wild. he put out any videos? Because I know he's IG heavy. Mm-hmm. Has he been low? Not just like fans have been finding shit from the past. Like I know the most recent one I saw I mean, was from Cassie. His page. Oh, oh, oh! I don't, he's always on like know. a boat or something, or on some four wheeler or whatever, and oh, no, doing the love I... thing and. Walking around in the grass, talking about all this inspirational stuff. Yeah. I want to know in the last two weeks, three weeks, has he been still been putting out? Because like when 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 the when the slap from Will Smith to yeah. Chris Rock happened, Will was he got he was down in the dirt. He was so low. Yeah, was, yeah. I know Diddy stepped. He's talking about stepping away from that revolt thing he's got going on or whatever. Yeah. That's the only thing I know that's happened with him. But probably should we'll, for a little bit. We'll, we'll see. Because we, I mean, you know, uh, it is, but it is not. But a settlement is in the public eye an admission of guilt. So, yeah. yikes. You did it, nigga. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, yeah, let's hit one more, man. Let's get up here and get up out of here. Um, yeah, and this is so um y'all ever text a girl I love you that you didn't mean to send it to back in the day? It was one four three for me, but yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, I remember Pager? that. That's pager shit, yeah. Yeah. One four three? Yeah. And that motherfucker called me and I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know when you pay, you know, motherfucker called me and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Hold on. So did you know the person that you told you? Yes, you I, I did. Love you? I oh. did. What'd he say? Uh, shut your ass up, nigga. Shut, see, that's why we don't like niggas. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Like, I... <laughs> see, I thought she was one of the good ones. Microaggression from uh, the house, nigga. Shit. <laughs> no, nah, it was just mad confusion. I got caught up like a motherfucker. It's all. 
but but see you can mean that like in different you can be like oh you know like all you gotta do is follow it up right be like oh you love me of course i do friend like i value our friendship you know what i'm saying bad when you didn't know the name though. <laughs> <laughs> this was bad <laughs> you ain't gotta use no names you right but I don't know. Hey, hey, I love, I love you. I love you. You know, our friendship is dear to me, and you know, and it's in like a blue heart. That nigga said a friendship. God damn, I can't send a oh, blue you know heart. Colors mean and shit. I mean, well, you know, red is like the I love you when the blue is a friendship one, right? Nigga, it wasn't no colors on pages. <laughs> well, it was a green in the background and shit. It looked like an old old Game Boy. So. <laughs> That's all you had, nigga. One four three nine one one. That's the only shits we use. But no, it's like I remember, like, like when you got to like texting, texting, and you sent like "I love you" just to the wrong one. Nah, I, I, I practice a little bit better than that. This dude be getting caught up, like when an app change, you know, how, like an Apple update, and they think they send in a good morning. I've seen that like on memes and shit. They'll think they send in a good morning separately, and they send it like in one big ass group oh, wave. Yeah. Mm. Now we all got a good morning from the same nigga. Mm. Mm. The whole roster, wrong. damn. <laughs> Yeah, you just lost. Man. You just lost all of them, but the horriest one. Yeah, yeah. I um, I might I might have told this story on here before, but I had a friend of mine when IG first came out. He had him in a little stable, probably like you know, four or five chicks he was either dealing with or mm. trying to. And he said he was pitching a tent one morning. Thought it was a good tent to take a picture of. Oh, took a picture of his dick hard under the covers. Which is the whole pitch in the tent thing for yo those who don't know. He he he's like you know what I'm gonna go ahead and send this to all my little joints. I'm trying to you know either the ones I'm the, the ones I'm fucking with and the ones that I'm trying to fuck with. Show them when I'm working with them. You know goddamn pitch this tent. He didn't know that IG was gonna group all that shit together and make it. Uh, a mm-hmm. Crew chat got him. One dick to rule them all. And them bitches went to spasm. Uh, who is this man. bitch? Who is that bitch? Who is Heather? Who is Kennedy? Who is Reagan? They, oh they man, presidents and shit. But <laughs> tap, pack them in his phone like some sardines. <laughs> I can only imagine the shit he went through. That was uh, a whole. He he he, 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 sent me, he he called me. He was like, "Bruh, I fucked up. I lost all my hoes in one, <laughs> in one uh, failed swoop." I'm like, what happened? I wasn't fucking with IG back then. Yeah. One failed swoop. Like, it was like it's like 09. Mm. IG was still new. Mm. I'm like, what happened? He told me though. I'm like, God damn, nigga, you was in a hurry? Man, I ain't know they was gonna do me like that. I'm like, oh yeah, they did your ass like that. Dunsky, son. Mm. I've done it before though. I've done it before. I've sent the the I love you um on accident because I was in a hurry. Mm. Right. I'm in a hurry, fucking around on my phone. And the last message I remember getting was from this one person. And I'm like, okay, well, let me goddamn go back and send that message real quick. Mm. Right. Don't want to drop the ball here. This is is the one I've I've already lied to. This is the one I've already lied to. I call it the lie love you, right? Mm. I've already lied to her. Lie love you. She knows that that lie love her, right? Mm. So... (laughs) I'm thinking I'm shooting her back a text. Wrong. Shooting a text back to somebody that's already said, I love you, and I never responded to. Mm. Mm. Like weeks ago, this person had said it. And I'm like, and and I and I and I send it, 
I put my phone down, and I'm thinking the one I usually say it to, or did say it to, <clears throat> received the message and was gonna like you know send me something jazzy back. Yeah, like this bitch ain't goddamn said nothing. What the fuck? Cause I'm at work. I'm in a hurry. I'm doing a bunch of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Goddamn, let's see what the fuck the bitch ain't said nothing. I look at my phone like, oh no. Mm. <laughs> I sent this shit to the wrong bitch. God damn. Now it's like, how long do you live with a lie? <laughs> like, now you. <laughs> You could wait until you do. You come back from that shit, though, man. Like, know, this motherfucker that told you weeks ago that they love you, and, you and now you're just, and you just like, now responding back, and now she's thinking in her head, this nigga he just realized. He, he just, just realized, realized that I'm the one for him. That's, that's my nigga now. Damn, mm, nigga, you was in love shit. for no reason. <laughs> yeah, you ain't had to do none of that to yourself. Like, none of it. I'm so glad she died. <gasps> nigga, I was gonna be mean. What? <laughs> Dog, I can't take this shit no more. What? Oh, talk about being honest on the podcast. <laughs> Ooh, shit. God damn. Bruh. That was a, that was the easiest out for me. Like, damn. Oh shit. <laughs> Nigga, did you go to the funeral, nigga? Oh, my God. She didn't did make it. That's oh, crazy. my God, bro. For real? <laughs> she didn't make it, thank God. Ooh. Won't he do it? <laughs> I'm scared of you now, dog. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey nigga, don't ever send me <laughs> out. Oh, shit. Don't even hey, look, like, I love hey. you, boys. I love you, niggas. Don't even hey, send look, me none hey, of that shit. My God, don't play about me, bro. <laughs> did, you, did you go to the funeral, dog? Did you go to the funeral? No, man. Nobody oh, my God. That nigga said, I'm so glad she died. <laughs> what? Yo. <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, dodged a bullet. She didn't know. <clears throat> oh, my God. She looking at your ass right now. You, nigga, your lights going to be turning on for no fucking reason in your house now. That's See? fine. Long she she watched me jerk off and everything, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, do, do you think ghost watches jerk off? Absolutely. What the fuck would you be doing? Like... Really, Bruh. Yep, you ever be masturbating and your dick get cold for no reason? <laughs> this... <laughs> I... I don't know. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> he had to think about it. He's like, did it get? Did it get? Was it me? What did the air cut off? I'll check it out tonight. Hey, then, it then, out tonight. then it get blown to his hands like, fuck. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> right, I had to well, I gotta... up like a fire. Goddamn. Get God back to damn. it. Damn. Hey, ain't nothing worse than beating your dick in the temperature in the room change. It's like the air cut on and it's hot all of a sudden. Like, God oh, damn. What, God. No, what's bad is you trying to get some pussy and you trying to goddamn fuck and you like, oh, no, I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Then that AC vent pointed right at your dick for whatever reason. Oh, that cold air hit your balls. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Yo, real shit. Engineers is a motherfucker because the vent happens to be aimed where your dick gonna be yeah. when you start fucking in your house. God damn! Uh, the blood God. right out your dick, all the way, right all out. the way. All right, man, play the music. I'm gonna read the news. Um, something new. I'm trying. I'm gonna read the news. All right, man. This is just in. Uh, there's a new Willy Wonka movie coming out. Um, this is attempt three. Y'all need to understand Hollywood. If at any point in the movie I feel like Willy Wonka gives a shit if the kids live or die, you have failed. Mm. This is just in. Next episode, I'm going to let y'all know what's really up with Bruno Mars residency. Found some info out. Um, and this also just in, 
white people. The word nigga, nigger, and all variations are off limits to you. When you think you have an angle on it that you're talking to an African American about, stop. You're wrong. The frustration you feel in our voice is literally us having had that conversation already with 90 other white people that thought they had an angle on what your ancestors did 40 years ago. You didn't do it, but you're still answering for them and you shouldn't. Slavery was what was made from that. And there's always going to be some way that you feel like you should be able to have that conversation and make it okay. It ain't. You're going to lose that battle every goddamn time. I'm working on a new hour of comedy. And uh, you're going to get a much more honest about the industry, Sam, on the pod. So I hope y'all stay tuned. That's all I got in the news. Word up. You said word up. Word up. Word up. Old magazine reading that. <laughs> I bet you had word up posters on your wall, didn't you? Don't fucking judge me, nigga. I had the Jet Beauty on my walls, too, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you, they all worked at the grocery store up the street. You know that, right? Yeah. Probably. They were still finding the motherfucker to a fucking 13 year old boy. <laughs> Very true. Very true, sir. Meat packing in the Piggly Wiggly and shit in Chattanooga. <laughs> but she got the Halle Berry cut. She got the. She got the uh, what they call that shit? The, the pixie cut. Put it on uh, the pixie Hell cut. Yeah. Oh my god! I forgot that she was called the pixie cut, nigga. <laughs> pixie cut shit. Pixie right, cut bitches act like they couldn't suck dick. Go no, right. sweat my hair out. I ain't got that. All right, cool. You good, Sam? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Illegal Opinions, the podcast people don't like podcasts. Dropping new episodes every single Monday on your favorite streaming services. Uh, services? God damn. Services. Services. Get it together. Uh, I've been drinking. So, uh, thanks for fucking with us. We fuck with y'all. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, one big happy family out here. Um, so, yeah, we out. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas is on the way. Don't fuck around and be late, niggas. You know how y'all like to buy shit late as fuck. And uh, be safe. Show love. Peace. We out this bitch. We out. <laughs>